The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor of Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. God bless you for tuning in. Hello, this is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God International, and you are tuned in to the prophetic voice of our time. I'm here again. Praise God. Don't forget, subscribe to SOGMI.org so that you will not miss any of our previous broadcasts. We are on podcast, and you will also be a part of our live streaming services. It is a good thing that each and every one of us are plugged in, my dear brothers and sisters in Christ. We are not in competition to one another. We are occupying, as the Lord directs, and within our sphere of influence where God assigned us. Do a good job wherever you're at right now. In the kingdom of our God, stay there and do a great thing. Overcome the challenges and always praise God. Trust Him, especially in these times. So you need to subscribe and go to SOGMI.org. Again, it's SOGMI.org. I emphasized last week in this broadcast and on previous broadcasts, and also during our live streaming on Sunday service, that we need to focus on the good news, on the promises of God. What God is saying to the church, our instruction from Him, we need to follow. He is a faithful God. We do not need to repeat or share bad news. It's all over us. But we need to share the good news because that is our part. That is where we should be. And we have to have unity in mind and heart. And we have to resolve in our hearts and in our mind that this chaos, we will overcome them. And they too shall pass because they're not from God. All good things come from God. We are protected. Stay in the word. Do not give in to fear. And watch your words carefully. We do not need to repeat or share bad news. We have to share the good news on what God is saying to the church in these days. This is what this broadcast is for. And so many other prophets all across this country, all across this world, we are saying the same thing. So what's what we say and let us be united with God. And let us focus on Him. Outside of Jesus Christ, we can do nothing. Born again Christians, we can't do nothing outside of Jesus Christ. But we must be careful about our words that we release because those we empower them. In Matthew chapter 12, verse 37 says, For by your words you will be acquitted, and by your words you will be condemned. The Bible is very clear that we can have what we say. So, say or talk faith words. 
faith in our Lord Jesus Christ, prayer and praise unto Him. Remember, our unifying force is Christ Jesus, and our language is love. God is faithful. And this is what's going to happen and what is happening right now in the world. Just keep in mind, outside of Jesus Christ, we can do nothing in the kingdom of our God. This is for all the born-again believers. I'm going to read from modern English version in Genesis chapter 11, starting with verse 1. It says, Now the whole earth had one language and the same words. Remember what I just said? Our language is love, okay? Agape love. Our language is the love of God towards us and our love and trust towards our Lord Jesus Christ. So Genesis 11.1, 1, it says, The whole earth had one language and the same words. As the people journeyed from the east, they found a plain in the land of Shinar and settled there. They said to each other, Let us make bricks and bake them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone and tar for mortar. Then they said, Come, let us build us a city and a tower whose top will reach to heaven and let us make a name for ourselves. Otherwise, we'll be scattered abroad over the face of the whole earth. Verse 5. But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower the sons of men built. The Lord said, The people are one, and they have one language, and this is only the beginning of what they will do. Now nothing that they propose to do will be impossible for them. Come, let us go down, and there confuse their language, so that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from there over the face of all the earth, and they stopped building the city. Therefore, the name of it was called Babel, because there the Lord confused the language of all the earth. From there, the Lord scattered them abroad over the face of all the earth. They were in unity. They were all in agreement outside of God. They want to make a name for themselves on their own outside of God. And now... It looks like groups of wickedness, they start coalescing together as if they have unity. But you know what? I have been praying for the spirit of division to come upon them, that there will be miscommunication. And I'm using the scripture for that prayer. Do not be concerned. If you and I, as Christians, will focus on our Lord Jesus Christ and what he's saying, and we are led by the Holy Spirit. In Romans 8.14 says that those who are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. That's why the name of this ministry is Sons of God Ministries International. So in Genesis 11, it says sons of men. So it's sons of men against sons of God led by the Holy Spirit, and God, the Holy Spirit, knows everything. And he even teaches us how to pray when we don't know how to pray. He gives revelation to what we don't understand in the Scripture or makes the Word of God 
empowered. It's empowered to heal, to deliver, to get saved, and to be blessed. So we are at an advantage here. Just don't give in to fear. We are being led by the Holy Spirit, and they're being led by their own selfish interest. It will not pass. We have to be united. Our unifying force is Christ Jesus, and our language is love. We should not be against each other, especially now that there's a lot of drastic changes that are happening, not just in this world, but within the body of Christ. All we need to do, especially as leaders, we need to yield, even though it is tough sometimes to yield and adjust to these changes. But they have to happen so that the true government and true organization of our God will be established here on earth. So we have to depend on the Holy Spirit on these times. And he is telling us great news. He's giving us hope. He is encouraging us. And we are doing good in spite of the challenges. Yes, I also have challenges. But I know that they're just temporary. Because this is the beginning of the decade of power, of restoration, of blessing, of the transfer of wealth and influence, and you and I need to take our post. But we need to depend on our God, on our Lord Jesus Christ. In Proverbs 8, verse 11 says, For wisdom is more precious than rubies, and nothing you desire can compare with her. Talking about the Holy Spirit. In John chapter 5, verse 19, Jesus is emphasizing that when he was on the earth, he was totally dependent on God, being led by the Holy Spirit. John chapter 5, starting with verse 19. Jesus gave them this answer. I tell you the truth, the Son can do nothing by himself. He can only do what he sees his Father doing because whatever the Father does, the Son also does. And here we are, because of what the Lord did, and He is our Lord and Savior, that whatever He wants us to do through the leading of the Holy Spirit, by His Word, that we have to follow. Outside of God's will, we should not do. We need to focus on Him. John chapter 15, starting with verse 5 all the way through 9. I am the vine, you are the branches. If a man remains in me, and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not remain in me, meaning Jesus and what? And his ways of doing things. So changes must come upon the body of Christ. If anyone does not remain in me, he is like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you remain in me, and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be given you. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, 
showing yourselves to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you obey my commands, verse 10, you will remain in my love just as I have obeyed my Father's commands and remain in his love. This is good. He is our confidence. He is our security. He is everything to us. He paid for our future. In John chapter 1, verses 12 and 13 in New English Version. Yet to all who received him, he gave the power to become sons of God to those who believe in his name who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Once you got born again, you got born again because that is the perfect will and plan of our God on your life. And if you're listening to this message and what is that? What is that to be born again? I've been going to the church, or if you're Catholic, I'm going to the masses and said, I'm a Christian. Jesus was very clear in John chapter 3 when he was talking to Nicodemus. He told Nicodemus, In order for you to get into the kingdom of God, you need to be born again. You have to be born of water, which when you were born, and born of the Spirit meaning of the Holy Spirit, acknowledging and asking the Lord to be your Lord and Savior, for the Lord to come into your heart that you want to be born again. It's as simple as that. All you need to do is, Lord, I want to be born again, just like what Christina was talking about. And I asked you, Holy Spirit, to help me in this. And then you can call me to one zero six nine five. One six three zero. I'll be waiting for your call. But it is good for us. He gave us the power to become sons of God. It's not automatic, my dear brothers and sisters. It is the power from the Holy Spirit. You have to be led by the Holy Spirit. You have to ask the Holy Spirit to give you the gifts. So it is important for us, especially on the challenging times that we're in. It is actually exciting because it's going to pass. And whether you make a mistakes or I make a mistakes, it doesn't matter. As long as we call on the name of the Lord, he's going to save us and give us a second chance. That's why I'm serving him. That's why I want to share him to everybody, especially in the last days. We are in the most exciting times Things that are going to happen in the church that God will manifest is never been recorded in the history of the church. And what's going to happen in this country if you and I will unite the body of Christ? We need to vote. You know that. Vote for righteousness. Vote for life. Vote for the love of this country. And we're going to win. So please don't repeat negative confession and negative words. I nullify them in the name of Jesus. And you need to nullify them too. One of the most exciting things personally that the Lord has spoken to me that in this decade, starting this year, my prayers will be answered. Let me backtrack. When I accepted my commission and my calling from the Lord, 
He wanted me to be in the front lines. He wanted me to prophesy. He wanted me to teach and disciple leaders. And I said, I will, but Lord, I make a commitment to you, but I want some prayers answered. I have a request from you. I told that to Jesus. Don't forget my family. I'm going to leave them to where they're at and follow you. But I want them to be a part of my future, even eternal future. That they're going to get saved, that they are protected. And the Lord said, that is my perfect will for them. I love them more than you love them. So therefore, I'm going to answer that. And the Lord has been protecting and blessing my family. And the second is, do not forget my friends. All the way from high school and the friends that he gave me here in the United States. And most of them are now Christians. So God continues to answer that prayer. The third is, don't forget the Filipino people. I was born there. Don't forget the Filipino people. And this is my prayer to the Lord that he told me just a few weeks ago that he is going to answer it and manifest starting this year. And at the same time, the Lord told me, I brought you here in the United States of America, and this is now your country. Don't ever say that you are a Filipino. You are an American. Yeah, I became an American citizen July 4, 1985, at the 100-year anniversary of the Statue of Liberty. That was years ago. Some of you, before you were born. And at that time... I was just a new Christian, and all of this eschatologies that the United States of America will fall, and this is the end. And I've been hearing a lot of bad news from the church. And I went before the Lord, and I told the Lord, you didn't bring me to this country to see it fall. I had to be part of the blessing. I had to be part of the solution. Instead of being part of the problem or just to see this United States of America to fall. And I went into prayers. I went into fasting and I was crying before the Lord because everything that I've been hearing is all bad news about United States of America. That United States of America will fall. That the Antichrist will take over. And the Lord was very clear to me. I said, Christina, I will always Remember the covenant of the founding fathers that this nation will be under me, one nation under God. And I will never forget all the generals that came from United States of America. And I will never forget that this country is financing almost 80 to 90 percent of the gospel all over the world. God said, I will never forget that. And my instruction is to continue to go where God sends me. And he's going to turn this country around. And the Lord is going to answer that prayer. And I guarantee you there are millions of us Christians that have the same prayer. But let us focus on the faithfulness of our God 
because this country is not going to fall under our watch. But he is going to turn around towards righteousness. And in 2020, we just entered its finest hour. So in this decade, starting this year, we're going to see a lot of changes and upheavals. But always remind ourselves and remind each other that we serve a loving and a faithful God. And he will never, ever forget the seeds that we have sowed all over the world. And we continue to sow as a nation, through our government, and especially for the, se- the seeds of the body of Christ, of Christians from the United States of America, and it's being spread all over the world. And that is our function. So we were going to stand, and we're going to resolve that we will going to do our civic duties. We are going to vote this coming election. And we are going to tackle and vote for all the candidates whose policies or promises conform and are closest to our God's heart. You're going to see with these upheavals and major and drastic changes, even the hierarchy of the church is going to change. As it is, it already changed because we have to do services via live stream. Yes, we can fight legal battles that we're going to exercise our freedom to serve and to worship our God. That is our God-given rights. It was not given by men. But at the same time, like Freedom Fellowship Church, we are cooperating. We're still doing social distancing. But the core team and those that are regulars, they come. But it is voluntary They must hear from the Lord, and they must resolve in their minds. And at the same time, if they're sick, they can't come. We are live streaming now all of our services, and we broke away from the four corners of our church buildings that we call church. We are the church. So I just wanted to encourage you, my dear brothers and sisters, remember, our God is faithful, and he already says, Without him, we can do nothing. So let us focus on what he's saying to the church. Let us follow the instruction to the letter. And let us speak faith words. And it is time for you to nullify those negative words that you have released. Ask God for crap failure. And you nullify those words that are said negatively about you. You are the child of the Most High God, and you have the authority in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Each and every one of us who are called to the same destiny. And if you're wondering, well, Christina, but I'm not like you. You have been all over the world. You have been prophesying to the nations. You're anointed. You know that we have given the same measure of faith when we got born again. We're all special in God's eyes. The difference, I exercise my faith. Read the book of Hebrews. I exercise my faith and I follow the instruction to the best of my abilities. And you can exercise your faith with me. By following this instruction now, watch your words. 
what you believe produces corresponding action, so have faith in our God. And allow the Holy Spirit to address some issues of your heart that are not pleasing to Him. I've been doing that. I'm running out of time. Remember, our unifying force is Christ Jesus. Forget about our doctrines. We will not agree with them. But let us agree that our Lord Jesus Christ is faithful. He is awesome. He is merciful. He is loving. So that will be our unifying force. And our language must be love. So we will speak the same language, the language of God. And nothing can stop us from what we set out to do in obeying our Lord Jesus Christ. As the world out there are divided and confused, let us unite. And you're going to see a lot of supernatural manifestations, even this week, even for several days and weeks throughout the year, if we hold fast to our faith. God bless you for tuning in. Until next time. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org.